there are times I think everyone has that moment in their career where they're like, I don't, I don't know why I'm in this field, but like I am constantly reminded when I call a show or when I'm in tech or when I'm in rehearsal why I do what I do. Welcome to Beyond the Fourth Wall. I'm Lindy. And I'm Joseph. The Fourth Wall, that invisible magical bridge between actors and audience. For the last year, we've been looking out beyond our fourth wall to see how theater skills are life skills. And now we want you to join us on the other side of the curtain. Our productions are returning, and we're taking you behind the scenes as we chat with cast, creative teams, and alumni, with an occasional tap number for good measure. So welcome to the Lex Fam, and get ready to go beyond the fourth wall. This week, we're returning to our season series with the incomparable Brandon T. Holmes, our production stage manager for The Little Mermaid and Chicago. Brandon is an incredible artist who showcases his stage managing talents year-round with the Cincinnati Playhouse in the Park, as well as numerous theaters across the country. In this episode, Brandon and Lindy talk through the countless facets of being a stage manager, from scheduling rehearsals, facilitating collaboration, and making magic happen behind the scenes. Let's get to know Brandon T. Holmes. Brandon T. Holmes, welcome home to the Lexington Theater Company. We're so glad to have you with us. I am so glad to be here and uh, to be back with you all this summer. I just can't wait. Uh, we love having you with us. And you have multiple roles here at the Lexington Theater Company. You're our production stage manager. Yes. Meaning that you really are like at the helm of these summer productions, driving the train, as it were, making making sure everything's happening. And you also serve on our Inclusivity Advisory Collective. We've had lots of IAC members on the podcast, and so we're so grateful for all that you bring um, and all your incredible insights on that collective as well. So thank you for all the hats that you wear here at the Lex. <laughs> You're so welcome. I I really enjoyed working with you guys. And I think the Lex is a fantastic company. And it's where I really like to spend my summers. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you like to spend your summers with us. I cannot wait for this summer. We're going to get into all of that and all the excitement around The Little Mermaid in Chicago. But before we dive in, <laughs> see what I did there, dive in. <laughs> uh, before we dive into that conversation, I would love for our listeners to have a chance to just get to know you a little bit and hear a little bit about your story. So can we take it back? Do you have a recollection of that sort of moment when you fell in love with theater, storytelling, musical theater, all of the above? Oh, gosh, yes. Um, it's really cheesy, I feel like. No, I grew up in Kansas City, and when I was in middle school, my school was going to do a musical, and it was the first time they had done a musical in no one knows how long. So <laughs> they were doing Bye Bye Birdie, and I'm like, I have to audition for this. And so I auditioned, I got in the show, and that was kind of my introduction to being in theater and what it entailed. I was an eighth grader, so I graduated from middle school. I guess graduated is the word. <laughs> um, and the next year I found out my school was doing, my high school was going to be doing Les Mis. And I'm like, I have to be in that show. So I listened to it and 
one day more this like kept playing over and over and over like we were on a family vacation and i just kept listening to it and i'm like this is amazing <laughs> this is incredible <laughs> so so good yeah so i was listening to that and then i just fell in love with it more and more and as i was throughout going throughout high school i just kept doing shows i just kept getting cast in shows at my high school and in the community and then that took me into college where figuring out what I wanted to do in, with my life, uh, it was difficult. That's like like any high schooler has that moment where they don't really know what you want to do. But I knew that I'm good at theater. I knew that I am I really enjoy it and I wanted to do something with it. And I'm not sure what it was, but I somehow just fell into stage management because I knew that I really wanted to organize things and be in charge of things and not necessarily be center stage and be the spotlight because I was still a little shy, oddly. Um, but yeah, I, I then got into stage management and uh, I was lucky enough to work at Music Theater of Wichita as an assistant stage manager for four summers, which is where I met you and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. We got to do some fun shows together. And we sure did. Yeah, <laughs> some very stressful, fun, large shows. <laughs> But um, yeah, and so I've just kind of been sticking with it since. I've been in the field now for, oh gosh, 15 years almost. So it's it's crazy that it's come this far. I started as a little intern and now I'm a stage manager at a major regional theater. So it's great. <laughs> I, I love that story so much. And, you know, we had Gretchen Shoot, who's our associate general manager, but also has been a stage manager with us, and you two worked together. I think it was Legally Blonde, yes. uh, where you all were collaborating as stage managers. But we had this really amazing conversation about the fact that stage managers are indeed artists. And a lot of times people hear that word manager and they think, oh, it's all the technical side or it's just, you know, sort of making sure all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. But really, it is an art in and of itself and you are just as much learning the show and learning the timing and the nuance and how this light cue is going to affect that moment. I love that you got into stage management via performing. So how did those two worlds sort of align to like make you the stage manager that you are? Well, it's interesting because and I actually just had this happen to me a couple of days ago since I'm in tech right now for another show. And we were doing a run-through, and there were a couple of cues that I just missed or didn't call at the right time. And I talked to my director afterward, like, I'm sorry, I, I just messed up on those cues, and I'll do better next time. And she's like, it's okay, you're in rehearsal too. And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. I, know, I, I, I feel like I always have to be perfect, but I'm not. So <laughs> it was just a good reminder that hey, I am an artist, and this is my practice, too. I'm at play practice, too. Exactly. Coming from the performance side, it does help me understand what the actor may be feeling at this moment. I'm always always learning from the actors about character and emotion, and every show is different, so I'm always learning from the actor about humanity. It really helps me when I'm in the run when we're in the run of a show how I can talk to the actors about a certain moment of the show and how to connect with that actor on a certain at a certain level and how to emotionally connect to them there's so many different parts to stage management that no one really knows happens I feel like making the schedule is an art or running rehearsals that's an art itself 
in my head, I don't really feel like the artist until I hit tech. And that's when I'm like, I am making art here. <laughs> like, yes. I am being, we are being fabulous all together. And, you know, I like to say that for a live, I just play make believe for a living, mm-hmm. which is, it's quite true. <laughs> but like, I really feel like the artist, when I am calling those light cues and, you know, it affects emotions. It, it draws out so many emotions in people. So yeah, it's, it is interesting how it all lines up. <laughs> 100%. I think, well, I feel like I got a little bit ahead of myself. So I want to go back and talk about exactly what a stage manager does because it's a thousand things. I love what you're talking about that we're all in this rehearsal process together. And that's one of my favorite things just about musical theater in general is how collaborative the whole process is. And when everybody comes together with their specialties, you know, whether you're the stage manager or the lighting designer or you're the sound designer or the actor or the music director, but everybody comes in very skilled in their sort of genre, but but the magic happens when we all work together and the magic happens when we're all feeding off of each other. And, oh, I'm just getting so excited talking about it. I, I know. I like to equate stage management to two different things. I like to talk about it as Grand Central Station, where it's trains of information coming in and out. And I, my job is to get the information from one department to the other department. Or I like to talk about it as a Ferris wheel where I'm the center of a Ferris wheel (laughs) and I am there keeping everything going. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a huge part of stage management is figuring out the rehearsal schedule and working with the director to get things going and making sure that we're staying on track and making sure that the show is getting staged and rehearsed properly and everyone is getting what they need from the rehearsal process. You know, some processes are like like the Lex, a week, week and a half. Some processes are three and a half weeks to four weeks. So however long that process is, the stage manager is there to make sure we are moving at a at a good rate. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fun to talk about the process at the Lex being so fast that we really put the show together in about 10 days. And I know I just have these fond, it's stressful, but I have, it's still fond memories and I can't wait for this summer of like sitting there at the end of the night, you and me and whoever's choreographing the show and and Brock, our music director, and we're trying to put this jigsaw puzzle together of a schedule to try to make sure (laughs) that we have time to hit every single scene that's got to be staged, every single number that's got to be choreographed, every single song that's got to be rehearsed and making sure that we don't forget anything because <laughs> we're usually going out of order because it's right, in our yeah. process. It's so fast. You can't really go in order. A mental challenge, but so fun. It's so fun. It is so fun. And I just, I remember many a times me just looking at you saying, do you really need an hour and a half or can you do it in an hour? <laughs> and you keep me on my toes because, because you know, yeah. all of it, we would all love to have like five hours on every section, oh, but you're like, I think we need, can we do that in an hour? Can we, we we're going to have to move on or we're not. We're going to have to <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. And then, and then you're like gentle tap on my shoulder when you'll come around and you're like, you're five minutes from a 10 minute break. I'm like, right. I'm, I will move faster now, Brandon. I will move faster. Like you really do. Like you keep the train running and at the same time that you're keeping everything going and we're staying on schedule but you and your whole team are also preparing your show like documenting what's happening in the rehearsal room talk a little bit about that how you absorb 
everything that's being set on the actors and translating it into what your team needs. Yeah. So we are really, our team is there throughout the process to a record, record blocking and choreography, but also I have a deck stage manager that is tracking where set pieces are coming on and off. They're tracking where the spikes need to be for uh, scenery placement or chairs or tables and things like that. We have an assistant stage manager. That's a props person who is basically just tracking prop usage and where props need to come on and off, which is a huge part of the show. And I feel like it's really fun, but also extremely stressful, that part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Lots to keep track of. (laughs) Yeah, lots to keep track of. And then on top of that, we have some interns, especially at the Lex, that are extremely helpful for moving things on and off when we need it or helping with holding furniture down or moving stuff on and off stage or even tracking where actors are entering and exiting so we can get it to our costume department so they know where to do the costume changes. It's all that stuff that we have to record throughout the process that it takes time, but like it is a lot of information that we get over, you know, seven, 10 days, but it is extremely helpful to everyone else on the production. And it also just helps the actors know exactly what's going to be happening once we hit stage. So Hey, just like a reminder, like you're going to be in front of a drop here. There's a drop that's going to fly out right in front of you or, you know, any information that stage management can get them. So they know, especially once we hit tech and hit stage, they know exactly what's happening at all times. The actors are safe. That is the big, one of the biggest parts about stage managing is safety in general is that, you know, we just got to make sure everyone is safe. So we are managing. So that is a huge part of it. Yes. And and managing it so beautifully and making sure that what, what's been discussed, which is sort of the next piece of the puzzle, but what's been discussed with the lighting designer and the technical coordinator and as we're bringing in the set, making sure that what's happening in the room is going to work when we hit the deck because we try to recreate in our rehearsal room. One of my favorite parts is when you tape the floor. I know it's like probably the least favorite part for the stage managers, but honestly, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> tell tell everybody like why we tape the floor and what what that process entails. Usually if, if you watch our social media, there will be a time lapse that Brandon will record of the floor taping ceremonies. But tell everybody what that's like. Yeah. So taping the floor is when we basically take all the set pieces and we measure how far up stage it is and how far off stage it is and I give each corner or each section of that set piece a point and then basically we're just replicating that in the rehearsal hall and then we'll basically play a giant game of connect the dots so we get the shapes of the scenery that we have in the show or in that scene we get those on the floor so that actors know what the set piece is how large it is and where it's at Sometimes it's really easy. Sometimes it is really difficult because we'll have shows like West Side Story that have multiple giant units and they all lay on top of each other. So it's, you know, letting the cast know in this scene, you're in pink spike tape. In this scene, you're in blue spike tape. (laughs) Or you get stuff like Newsies that has, you know, the bridge upstage and then some rolling units and that's it. So... (laughs) significantly different yes and then we we got really creative with those because we couldn't have we in newsies we had these gigantic scaffolding units that basically set every scene was involved them but we could not fit them in the rehearsal room and so we had to use clothing racks 
And we had, they were labeled so that you knew which side served as the stage right side and the stage left side so that we had them facing the right way because they had to spin and the cast had to learn how to spin them even though they were spinning clothing racks oh instead gosh. of these gigantic like <laughs> 18 foot towers but you know that's that's the kind of thing though that like having the stage especially the PSM but the whole stage management teams just eyes on what we're doing so that you know as I'm you know in my creative moment going and then we'll do this and then we'll spin that and <laughs> bringing me back to earth and being like, wait, I don't know that that's going to go out right. that wing. We're going to have to like, make sure we do that differently. <laughs> so it is like such a, such a team effort to make sure that we're keeping our eye on everything to keep everybody safe and to make sure that what we're dreaming up, we can actually yes. accomplish. hundred percent. And you know, Gretchen shoot can definitely attest to that. And <laughs> with her magic that she did on Legally Blonde and, she and I having our 4 a.m. text message conversations about what is happening in this scene, what is happening, <laughs> where, where are things yes, coming on and off. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all in the timing and figuring it all out. And so let's talk about that a little bit. So you're in the rehearsal room, you're taking all the blocking, you're you know getting everything recorded that's happening. But then also there's the load-in process happening at the opera house at the same time. And you're going to get information from Tanya, our lighting designer, to start putting your book together to call the cues. So tell everybody how that works in terms of getting ready for your show, which is calling all of those cues. I mean, every process is different. Every theater is different. At the Lex, we have our designer run through on Saturdays. All designers are there. We have crew there for the first time to see the show. We'll have some sponsors a bunch of people there, and that is when everyone's seeing the show put together for the first... That's usually when the director is seeing the show put together <laughs> for the to first time. Start to finish without stopping. Yeah. Hopefully exactly. without stopping. Hopefully without stopping. Hopefully, yeah. But uh, no, so then that's... Um, after that, usually our lighting designer, Tanya Harper, will get me light cues so that I can start writing them in my book. And, you know, plays generally have a lot less light cues. Not always, but that's... They don't have a ton sometimes, but musicals generally have a lot of light cues. And so it takes time to do that. So I take the next few days when I'm not in rehearsal and when I'm not doing spacing or something on stage, I take those days to write cues. And that, unfortunately, I'm really bad about it, but I stay up late at night and I write cues because that's apparently when I focus the best. So going back to Legally Blonde, that is when Gretchen and I at, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, we're texting back and forth about... You know, what is this transition? I'm queuing this unit on on a blue cue light or a red cue light or where is it coming from? <laughs> like, that can't come from here. It takes some time to do. It does take time, but I really enjoy doing it because I'm also learning every time I do it something. I, I'm learning a new way to call a show, basically. Um, and I'm learning what my show is actually going to be for the next few days. That's my favorite part is I love watching stage managers call the show because it is, it's its own show. Uh -huh. it, it, it's it's like you have your own choreography because especially if there's light cues that are specific to a, a musical beat yes. that you have to follow along in the score and you have to call the standby and the go mm -hmm. on a specific moment to make the light happen on the correct count. And it's just so fun to watch. I've never personally called a show, so I don't know how fun it is to do, but it's really fun to it watch. Is a, is it I mean, it definitely depends on the show, but like I love calling shows. It is 
Tech and calling shows is generally my favorite part of the process because it makes you feel like Mickey Mouse and Fantasia where you're just kind of like conducting everything. And (laughs) (laughs) it is my favorite part, but calling it with an orchestra, calling a show, a musical in general with an orchestra, a live orchestra is, it's unreal. The feeling is it can't be matched in my opinion. And last summer I worked at Music Theater Wichita and did two concerts there And especially coming off of the pandemic and hearing that orchestra for the first time and calling cues to the Gypsy Overture, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, this is magic right here. (laughs) This This is is magic. It's so magical. And there are times, I think everyone has that moment in their career where they're like, "I I don't know why I'm in this field, but like, I am constantly reminded when I call a show or when I'm in tech or when I'm in rehearsal, why I do what I do. I mean, it's magical. I, again, it's super cheesy. I play make-believe for a living and I get, I get paid for it. So that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I love, I love the Mickey and Fantasia metaphor because it truly is. I mean, but one, you know, the audience arrives, the house opens And from that point on, like, you're calling the shots. Like, you're letting the actors know how close we are to getting started. And then once all the people are in place at places, it's on your go that we begin. And you're kind of, you really are Mickey in the, (laughs) with the baton. You have those moments. I always have these moments in shows where I am, when you are trying to, like, nail the light cue. So, like, hits right on that perfect beat. And so... I have a conductor monitor that I can watch Brock conduct the music to the uh, conduct the orchestra. And so calling cues off of him or, you know, calling, cueing the drops or the curtains to fly out on a certain beat. Like one of my favorite moments, and it's super like not important, but was actually at the start of Newsies when the show drop just flies out at that certain moment. I was like, yes, nailed it. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a picture of us in the rehearsal room like talking yes. about that like you and I we both you we clearly are making the hands of a drop yes. and we're we're like talking through that timing of like and then we want it to go on this moment and then it's out right. and I uh it's just so it is it's magical I just I'm beaming yeah. from ear to ear talking all about this so we're getting ready for this epic summer the comeback summer here at the Lexington Theater Company we've got Disney's The Little Mermaid which is going to be an extravaganza huge giant set tons of costumes our second show Chicago's a little more minimalist we'll have our gorgeous band on stage with us but not a ton of of things moving tell us a little bit about what your process is going to be between now and we're recording this in March, but between now and the summer, just to get, get ready. Like what, what are, what's your process like? Well, luckily I've done the show before, so that's going to help a lot, but uh, I haven't called it. I was an ASM on it. Oh gosh, 12 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. Crazy. No, my process is going to be listening to the music and relearning the music a little bit and then reading the script and just seeing what the show is going to bring. That's going to take some time just to download all the information about the show into my head so I know what this show is and what's happening. And I mean, it's a Little Mermaid, so we generally have an idea of what it is, but there's still things that always pop up. So then once we get closer, I'll start talking to you about schedule and stuff like that and what you want to do and choreographers about 
what they want to start doing and what they want to start with first with the schedule. Also start spending a lot of time with the ground plans of the show and just seeing what this show, how the show is going to be, how large it's going to be, where scenery is going to be coming from. I hear we have a large boat in this show. <laughs> There's a large boat. Get <laughs> There's ready. There's a large boat. So, um, yeah, stuff like that. I'm going to be downloading a lot of information and just talking to our costume design- costumers or talking to our props folks about what they need or really talking to the technical coordinator about the set and figuring out how we're going to do this and how everything's going to work in the theater and once we hit stage. So it's going to be a lot of coordinating with a set, especially just because of there's a lot of moving parts to that show. Um, But Chicago doesn't have as many. There's not a lot of moving scenery or flying scenery. Um, So that's more of a stationary set so that's great (laughs) that's gonna be helpful and probably will be a light heavy show since we don't have which will be fun for you to call that's gonna be really fun always yeah i am i mean i am a music theater junkie in general so everyone looks at my phone and it's all musicals on my playlist on my phone so i don't really listen to regular things like there's a little bit of beyonce and a little bit of other stuff but it's usually musicals but uh (laughs) so i know i know the music for chicago I know the music for Little Mermaid, but I am going to spend a lot of time up with the score, really, too, just making sure I know the dance breaks and I know, you know, how long these dance, dance breaks will be, how to count them. Certain shows are very straightforward to count. Uh, certain shows, like West Side Story, are not easy to count, too. <laughs> nope. Not <laughs> I, easy at all. <laughs> I hit that ballet in West Side Story, and I was like, I need some help. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brock, can you please help me? <laughs> so... The power of the collaboration right there. So there's a lot of, he, he and I talk a lot throughout the process of, about music. And I, I come from a music background with my, with my mom, who's a singer and I was in choir growing up and, uh, I was in shows so I could read music, but you know, I, I'm still trying to learn and understand and I have that musical background so I can understand it a little bit but it definitely helps to uh, talk to your music director I think a lot and just to understand musically how things work out. It's truly my favorite I mean I say this all the time but that collaboration is truly my favorite part and I I love of course I know tech is your favorite part I just love I love start to finish the rehearsal process being like just being like arm in arm with you with Brock with Usually it's Mara Newberry-Greer who's with me choreographing and she'll be doing Little Mermaid. But we literally just, we have each other's back the whole time. And like, we're just constantly, you know, I'm over your shoulder being like, Brandon, watch this and and tell me if this looks okay. And, uh, you know, did I, is this going to work with that, the way that moves? Or, hey, Brock, you know, uh, can we cut that measure? Or like, can we extend that longer? Or he'll be like, we we need to change that underscoring. This is not going to work with the band. Like, we keep each other on track. It's a shared experience because we're all looking at it from our different perspectives of, of our kind of our genre, our specialty, but it is a true partnership through all the departments. And I 
cannot wait. I'm just this conversation. I'm like, can we start tomorrow? Um, so right? except for <laughs> except so for ready. I have a lot of work to do to get ready, but, <laughs> but so I do. I mean, I do but too. Let's, but let's but fine. let's, but let's start tomorrow. <laughs> well, I am literally counting the days until we get you back in Kentucky and uh, get back in the rehearsal room. But in the meantime, thank you so much for spending time with us today and for sharing your story and sharing your process and your art with us. Absolutely, it was. I mean, I love just chatting with you in general. And after our last day at the Lex last time, we had like three hours at Starbucks. You and I just we chatting. sure did because <laughs> so. we just because because we didn't want to say goodbye. Exactly. So, um, so. <laughs> so and and I just can't wait to get you back here again. But Brandon, thank you for all you bring to the Lexington Theater Company. We are so glad to have you on our team, and I can't wait for this summer. Thank you so much. I am so excited. So I will see you really soon. See you very soon. The Lex is back on stage in 2022, with single tickets now on sale for our summer productions of Disney's The Little Mermaid and Chicago. For information about tickets, or to find out more about the Lexington Theatre Company, visit our website, lexingtontheatrecompany.org, and follow us on social media, at the Lex Theatre Co. Thank you.